2: At luckylandslots.com. Available to players in the US, excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply.
1: The Spurs Show is backed for the season by Ladbrooks. Hello,
0: good evening. Welcome to this week's edition of the Spurs Show. We're live from the Albany on Great Portland Street. Not bad, not bad here for Monday evening. After England defeat, that's not bad. This, uh, for listeners out there, you might know, this is one of our very special Spurs Show season ticket holder events. You too can be here next month by just getting a season ticket. Go to season.spurshow.net and you can join us here. Next month, right? Two guests tonight to uh, look forward to the game of the weekend against Liverpool. Particularly, we'll talk a bit about sort of season tickets and because uh, I haven't done the show for a few weeks, Theo's been doing it. So we'll talk about the Champions League draw as well. Firstly, uh, a man I've known for a long time, ex-publisher of who remembers Shoot Magazine? Who, who used to get Shoot Magazine? Well, this man used to publish it. Doesn't look old enough. But there we are. Actually, with a beard, you do. Uh, please welcome Mr. Sean Singleton.
3: Hi, Mike. Hi, Mickey. Good evening.
0: And secondly, a man who's who also has been on the show quite a few times over the years. Uh, a man who's actually played for Tottenham Hotspur. Um, off the top of my head, FA Cup and UEFA Cup medals. Is that just the two? Yep. Yeah, that's better than most. Mr. Mickey Hazard. Thank you, thank you. Right, before we sort of uh, look forward to uh, the Liverpool game, let's just go over sort of... We've had four games so far. Theo, Theo Delaney on last week's show was sort of... Well, everyone was pretty down. But I put it to you, gentlemen. If you'd said... Because we're sort of notoriously slow starters under Pochettino. If you said first four games, nine points out of 12, would you take them, Sean?
3: Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> the, only, the only worry is, I think, that against that Watford game, we did look tired. And half the team, half, half most of our best players haven't had a pre-season. So that worries me. Mm. And Poch keeps talking about how this season's going to be tough. And I think he means that, you know, will the fitness... Catch us up, so that does worry me because Watford bullied us, but also they did seem to get stronger as we got weaker physically. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm happy with the
0: points total, but I'm a bit worried about um, our fitness for the whole season. Because, Mickey, you can argue that Newcastle first game has some chances. It was only the sort of f- this Fulham game that I think we sort of dominated pretty much. United, the first
1: half, got the win. I don't. Th- I don't think we've been anywhere near our best yet. Uh, and as you say, Sean, that there's quite a few of our players looking a bit drained. You know, mm. nine of them were playing in the Air World Cup semi-final, mm. so obviously no rest for them. Um, and, and, and obviously missing out on pre-season, which is a key to your fitness throughout the season. Mm. So yeah. We do look a bit drained, a, a, a bit lethargic almost against Watford, but I've got to be honest and say no, I, don't, I can't agree with you, Sean. Uh, nine points out of 12, not good enough for me, I want the 12. <laughs> um, uh, number one, Newcastle, tough game, tough game, but hey, we're a better team, so let's go there and win. We did, without anywhere near our best. Then we had, uh, you know, the Man United game was always going to be tough, um, very, very tough place to go I haven't been there Scored the winner there as well um, so we come, come to that yeah, yeah. A very tough place to go But I've got to be honest I've watched them Two or three times this season I think they're bang average um, And I think that I'll be shocked If they finish in the top four Whereas we will um, So Great result Fulham I actually like Fulham I thought they played mm. good football It's a good thought game Really good game Quick, incisive I just felt they played it In the wrong areas On the edge of their box and the way we pressed them, they couldn't cope. And in the end, it could have been six or seven. Mm. Um, disappointed, very disappointed. Obviously, Watford have got off to a great start. But I've got to be honest and say that if you go into Watford with ambitions of winning the title, um, I would expect to beat Watford full stop. Um, and I'm certain that the World Cup semi-final did have its say in that game. You know, they look stronger, particularly in the last 20 minutes of the game. But, um, you know... Other big teams will lose to lesser teams, um, as we have, um, and we've got to put that behind us, get our players fresh, because at some point, that fatigue from the World Cup, <coughs> it will disappear, mm. and your legs start to come back, and your zip, and your sharpness, so that's what will happen very soon.
3: But do you think you know, Harry has looked a bit tired and jaded for a while, though, as he since he came back from the injury at the end of the season, and even in the World Cup, golden boot winner, but he
1: wasn't at his best. No, certainly not. I mean, what you have to remember about Harry is, is that he's played non-stop football for about yeah. four or five years. Yeah. You know, he's played in the young under-21s, he's played in England friendlies throughout the, 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 the close seasons and and the, and then the World Cup. So at some stage, he's going to need a break. And I know he's had a couple of injuries. Um, but my biggest regret is uh, in, in August, uh, I tweeted that, Harry, it's September. I just hope he doesn't think September's August because uh, he broke that duck and hopefully... Uh, yeah. Uh, but he will come back. He's too good a player. But, but, he will find the energy in his legs. I hope they don't play him mind the friendly because that would just be
3: ridiculous. The guy needs a rest. I mean, Deli Al- Alli's they? obviously uh, pulled out, isn't he? With a,
1: I, see, I didn't know, know that. He's pulled out with uh, some thigh strain. Oh, a mystery are, injury. Like, hopefully play players for the have got to be shrewd. I mean, look, Harry clearly needs a rest, as do some of the others. Got to be shrewd. I bet he just plays tomorrow. Tweak though. a little hamstring. Yeah, because Harry wants to be... He wants to play in every game He wants mm. to beat The Jimmy Greaves Goal scoring record He wants to beat The England goal scoring record You know That's great You know as, as Bill Nick said We at Tottenham We always aim high But Harry Use your brains mate yeah. You know You'll score more goals By getting your legs back By uh, taking a break From it as well the,
0: has, anyone, has anyone actually worked out The Nations League And how it works
1: I've got no <laughs> it's idea It's utterly
0: bizarre Isn't it yeah. They're friendlies But they're not friendlies yeah, I Basically do. I've from got my, no, idea. no one, Anyone out there Anyone's really researched it. Does anyone care? Sat up all night. Anyone Anyone care? You're absolutely right.
1: (laughs) To to be fair, I don't care. (laughs) Watching the World Cup, I must be honest, it did uh, get my excitement up a little bit, but then when you looked at it, it almost felt felt like I was watching Spurs. So um, that was a little bit exciting, but international football in general is pretty dull, pretty boring. um, And compared to Premier League football, and when Spurs are playing... um, there's no comparison as far as I'm concerned
0: Going, going back to the, the Watford game Mickey from an ex-player's perspective You've just gone to Old Trafford Which sort of historically Or certainly since Probably just after your era, your era We haven't done that well at really We've gone, we've won 3-0 Mourinho's heaviest ever Home defeat as a manager And then um, then the manager Pochettino comes out and says You know publicly to the players you know, don't go over yourself. The next game is a big one, and all that. And then we don't perform. What happens? What,
1: what's kind of, what's said in the dressing room at halftime or, or or after the game? Well, I've never been in the dressing room with Poch, so I wouldn't have a clue what he says. Really, um, in in our dressing rooms, there'd be um, we'd have Stevie P, who was our captain and leader, um, and he would probably have the biggest say over Keith and Shrevesy. Um Stevie would come in, he'd tell a few warm truths. Um, get, tell you to book your ideas up and there'd maybe be a row or two or a few cups thrown around um, I'm not so sure that happens nowadays um, do I agree with the, the fact that it doesn't happen yeah I do I don't, I don't like Players roam with one another. Managers roam with players at off time In a, I feel like it's counterproductive because you you create a, a, an atmosphere that you're not maybe your mind's thinking of other things rather than on the job ahead um, because you're frustrated and angry that someone's just dug you out in front of everyone. So I it must I, work for I, some players. Or those captains yeah. wouldn't do it, would pa- they? Paul Miller, you could call him. Can I swear? Yeah, of course you can, it's a podcast. Paul Miller, I mean, Steve Perryman would see it, at Paul Miller, oh, you, you fucking wanker, wake up today, will you? You've not made a fucking tackle, you've not won a fucking header, and he'd be fucking ready to go to war. And, and when me or Glenn, he'd say, oh, you different class boys, just keep getting the ball, keep getting the ball, just keep getting the ball, keep doing what you do, you know? He'd say all those things. So that was the great thing about Steve, he was a leader and a captain, but the captain who sort of saw what it took to make everyone tick uh, and that's why he was so great added to the fact he was a very good footballer too but do you think the players against Watford as, as a lot of
0: sort of journalists and pandemics have said that we kind of got bullied for, because from my perspective I actually thought we could play quite well in the first half and controlled it Got a lucky goal, and it was only when the sort of there was a big tackle came in and they won a throw, yeah. and all their fans sort of got behind them, and that's when we kind of looked. Nah. And also, uh, all, all, all of
3: our goals conceded have been headers, and they crosses into the box, yeah. headers. So that that's a worry as well. Because especially when you hey, got pick, the, pick, pick the players we got, didn't he, to, to,
1: he, he, he did. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, listen, after the Manchester United game, three nil away from home, again we weren't at our best, but totally smashed them. Really, could have been six. So. Uh, The confidence must have been incredibly sky high With every player Mm. Every player that played that night Must have been thinking God, go into Old Trafford and win Mm. So I was very surprised that we made changes But that is modern day football In my day, no way Mm. That would not have happened The best 11 players The team that had played at Old Trafford They would have been starting on the Saturday Full stop Um, I I don't like to use too often excuses of fatigue And blah 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 Because I remember Steve Perryman in 19... 80, I think it was 82 or 83. One of the seasons when we won the FA Cup, he played 65 games in one. 65 games—that's a heck of a lot of games. Did he? Did he want to rest? No. Mm-hmm. No player wants to not play. So it's just the way football's grown. But you talk about hitters mm-hmm. That's the first sign that you're slightly a little bit fatigued yeah. because you lose that concentration. you lose that concentration, yeah. that sharpness of movement to get to the ball before your opponent. That spring in your legs. I've been there sometimes towards the end of a season. You know, you you you, you, you do you feel a bit tired because you've had a long, hard season, tr- training every day, playing twice a week in in, in my day anyway, uh, and then come the end, towards the end of the season, your legs feel heavy going into a game, yeah. and you, it's 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 not that you out-fought or you are outworked or you out-chased or out even. It's that you haven't got that zip in your legs that gives you the edge. We're a far, far superior team to Watford, but in that last 20 minutes they looked like they had more legs than us. Yeah. And, and ultimately, in the end, that's what cost us the game. Do
0: you think this international break is having this sort of obviously there's players at the club training but the majority of players will be away do you think that might have actually sort of helped in a way to sort of clear the head? you're not there you come back in, big game obviously at the weekend
1: or do you think you'd rather be on the training field to be absolutely and totally honest I think it's a load of bollocks. I mean, why the heck are we playing uh, international football three or four games into the Premier League season? And we've got a week off in October and November. Yeah, I mean, it's it's bizarre, absolutely this scandalous. Teams are finding their feet, they're yeah. finding their fitness levels, their sharpness levels, their their match, match fitness levels. They are playing three or four games, they find their form. And then just as you start to compete and find your form, your best form... Um, it can be turned around. You know, you, you, you have your break, you come back and suddenly you lose two or three games and all that great work that you did at the start gets undone. And why? Because of the, what is it? Na- the nation, I don't even know the, the nation. nation What's call it called? League, isn't it? The nation league. Nation so league. so yeah. I, 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 I don't agree with it. I think they should wait at least 10 games into the season before they play an international game. I think it's wrong. Um, I don't think it's fair on players to be trying to find the best form for their club side who ultimately pays their salary um, and then they go away with England and and can lose their form. I I, I don't like it. What were your thoughts on,
0: obviously a lot has been discussed, what were your thoughts on the transfer window in the summer and not bringing anyone in? Do you think from a players, because you know certain players came out and said it made us feel good, that the manager's thinking I don't need anyone else or, or as a sort of fan were you like most fans thinking you want to see a couple of new faces in the
1: no, I wasn't thinking like that. I thought we would sign some, but I wasn't thinking, God, I hope we do, I pray we do. I'm not, I'm not like that, I support the club full stop. And whatever whatever in the end um, surfaces, then that's fine with me. Um, what I will say is we made some massive signers. We signed Poch, we signed Harry, uh, delhi uh, Lamella. So, so while we didn't bring any players in, we'd already brought... Um, uh, in, in Mourinho, yeah, he's like new signer, uh, and, and so, mm. so, I look at it and I think to myself: Did I want signings as a player? I can only talk as a player. When I was a player, uh, obviously we didn't have the window as such then, but we could sign players any time throughout the year. But when I, when we signed a, a player, particularly if he was a big name and a great player, I absolutely loved it. I absolutely worshiped it. Not because he might have been playing in my position, Mm. but number one, it would motivate me to work harder and be better. But two, to, to, to play alongside a great player, to train with them, to walk out onto that training ground every day of your life thinking I want to show them how good I am mm. now we might have mugged you off ten times out of ten but ultimately every time you went out to train with them I can talk about when Ozzy signed he played the same similar position to me and Ricky but when they signed my first thought was I was only 18 at the time but I thought I'm going to show these Argentinians how good I am in training and I'm going to nutmeg them and flick it over his head and do all these great things I didn't know he was going to do it to me <laughs> <laughs> Yeah,
0: no, it's a good point. What about you, Sean? Were you sort of surprised that... Because you talk um, well, about, you know, already players being tired because of the World Cup and, you know, again, you looked, you looked at the bench against Watford and...
3: Well, I think it's a Premier League record. No one's ever not signed anyone. But I was pleased that we kept Toby and uh, Danny Rose and, you know. Uh, but we, didn't, we, we we need to strengthen our bench. We know that. Yeah,
1: um, we do, we do, we do. But how do we how do we look to strengthen our bench? Do we go out and sign footballers to to be on our bench? Yeah. Or do we go and sign players that are going to challenge and take a yeah. play in the first eleven. Because once you do that, once you sign players to get a place in your first eleven, yeah. that then drops someone who's a regular yeah. first team onto the bench. So yeah. your strength becomes really, your bench becomes really, really yeah. strong. I don't believe in signing players for the bench. Yeah. I believe in signing players to, that'll get into your first yeah. team. To lift the average up, which will yeah. W- yeah, and it will bring up make the first team better, but it'll yeah. make your bench so much stronger because you'll be dropping mm. very, very good players who've been regulars onto your bench so don't sign all sore I mean we talked about Jack Grealish um, decent player would he get in our first 11 no. not, not a sniff he wouldn't get anywhere near our first 11 no. after a year of training with Poch, maybe maybe, maybe. but at the moment no so why, why do we want to spend 25-30 million on a, on a player to sit on the bench no sign someone for your first team that'll drop Dier or, or Lamella or Son down to your bench And then your bench Is that much stronger That's how I look at it
0: Do you think We have enough Creative players In that side I mean Again Going back to The the last game Watford After we went 2-1 down Kane had that chance For the header but apart from that, we were hardly really going at the memory Looks like chance, Ericsson wasn't, didn't have a great game, do you think? Well, I'm, no. but I'm
1: biased. I'm, I'm really biased towards creative players because mm-hmm. that's what I was. So um, for me, I'd have 11 creative yeah. players. Yeah. I um, think most I, fans I, probably I, would. That's, fans. That's what, as a Spurs fan, yeah. that's what we love to see. If you go through the history of Spurs and you look at all the heroes at Spurs, every one of them has been a... Uh, that doesn't mean there's not other heroes, but most of the creative players, you say, pick your five-bet, Ozzie, Glenn Odell, David Ginola, Paul Gasco, you know, you go through all these flair, creative players that are wonderful to watch and I'm no different, I'm incredibly biased toward them. Have we got enough? Not in my opinion. I think if Ericsson and Deli are, are struggling... Um, What's your view of Lamella? I thought, when he came on against Fulham, I thought he absolutely yeah, the changed the, the game, was absolutely yeah. sensational. It's a shame he was injured. Uh, yeah. and, I, and I think that... Um, you know, when he first came to the club, I won't lie. I thought, "Wow, who, who, who found this guy?" Mm. Um, but I've got to be honest. He adds a, a tempo and a pace to our play that sometimes we lack. When he comes on, when he starts, not just when he's got the ball, when he's running at people and creating space for others, but when he hasn't got it, he closes down and he sit, and he runs there. And, he, and sometimes it's a bit. Chicken with no eddish you know. Yeah. He goes there, he goes there, he goes there. But but it's setting a tempo and a and a desire that the, the rest follow and they fall into. So I like Lamelo a lot, and I like the way he injects the tempo into our play because sometimes we dominate the possession so so much. Sometimes we have seventy percent possession, but we do it without the tempo that's required mm. to break down these teams that just sit deep and behind. But when Lamelo come on. Against Fulham, I just thought he injected so much pace that we became, became incredibly difficult That's to when stop. he's really good, because he did that Remember Man City where he
3: kind of yeah. did the assist for Ericsson. Mm. Yeah, for, when, he, when he's running at speed and he has no time to think, he's brilliant. But I think sometimes when he's one-on-one and he got time to think, he's, mm. like, you say he's a headless chicken, really.
1: No, he's not. He's far, far better. I thought that many years ago. I'll tell you what, he's a damn bloody good player. And um, I think that if he does manage to break into the team and find on a regular basis... And is picked more regular and, and finds that match fitness, that match sharpness. I really believe he 's like a new addition to our squad yeah. because he 's got, he's got a lot of a lot of uh, listen, Osie Adela said to, said to me when he came yeah. over, he said, "Oh Mickey, will you see this kid he, They label him the new Messi in there Argentina yeah. he said he 's different class after six weeks. I was seeing Ozzy, are you sure mate? <laughs> <laughs> well, he 's got fifteen goals didn 't he yeah. from but uh, honestly from- you can see that he 's got it. Um, there is things that I'd like to I'd like to actually talk to him and say I've, what would you say to him then I would say listen just when you're running with the ball you still have to be aware of what's behind you because mm. a lot of the sometimes he gets caught from behind yeah. more so than he does yeah. from the front and yeah. I think to myself well hang on when you're yeah. moving forward with the ball you have to be more aware of what's going on behind you because they're the ones that are tracking back and going to tackle. Yeah. Now, that might not have happened in the slower pace of the Italian game. Yeah. But in English game, they never give up. They chase you the full way until they get a tackle in. So just, just like gl- glimpse behind you. turn you know, As you're moving with the ball, Each touch you move, as you touch the ball into the space you're moving, moving into, you're just, you're just having a little glimpse to see mm-hmm. where the defenders are. Uh, and that tells you a big story. It tells you where you can move, where you've got to move. If, if he's coming from me there... You know, I'm gone in there across him so he has yeah. to check his stride if he's coming from that side I'll go there so so there's lots you can learn just, and also you see where the other the passes you might look there and the passes over there and you, you can switch the play so there's lots you can learn just by using your mm. all around awareness as you're moving with the ball because when you've got the ball at your feet and you're under control and you're, you're running with it and nobody's in front of you you can look anywhere you want you should never be looking at the ball because mm. the ball's always at the end of your foot if you've got good control So don't look at the ball You know where the ball is Because it's at the end of your foot Have a look around Where's my pass Where's the movement Where's the opposition coming from um, And that's how we were taught as kids You know you watch Glen Odell play I don't think I've ever seen him Got tackled from behind um, I did once mind In training at Swindon I hit him so hard Oh really? Yeah <laughs> <laughs> I did I hit him really hard From behind but then I would never hit anyone from the front me. <laughs> but yeah, that's what I would say to him. Just check watch. Also, he's been
3: unlucky with injuries as well, hasn't he? Yeah. So yeah. That of hasn't course. helped. Of course. Yeah. And we've got Son to come back as well. So hopefully Absolutely. he should be in the squad this weekend. Yeah,
0: definitely. Um, right, we're going to look forward uh, to the big game in the weekend against Liverpool after this very short break.
1: The Spurs show is backed for the season by Ladbrokes.
0: And that was the break. Seamless. There we are. <laughs> That's how it happens. They drop some advert in. No idea. There we go. Right. Uh, big game at the weekend. Uh, this was going to be... <laughs> do you remember the days? This was going to be the first game in New White Hart Lane, wasn't it? There's people overseas, fans getting flights and paying silly money. We're back at Wembley. God... Um, And saying that Last season This was probably One of the best games At Wembley 4-1 We absolutely Murdered them you at the game Last season?
1: I was yeah I thought we were Incredible They couldn't cope And I still believe The same thing will happen If we We pressed them Very high up the pitch We caught them on the I don't don't think They were expecting it They were surprised by it We caught them on the up We pressed them high Nicked the balls uh, And Really won 4-1 4-1 yeah Should have been And could have been A lot more Yeah but we were brilliant that day, um, and we made them look like what they were last season a team not as good as us. Mm.
3: Better, do you think they, they have strengthened? Better goalkeeper, better centre backs? Um, well, you know, Lovren got taken yeah, off after no, half an hour last. Yeah, of course, they've which strengthened. Is quite
1: rare, isn't it? For someone they've like... strengthened, but sometimes when you strengthen, it takes time for a team to completely gel. Um, and uh, let's be honest, they haven't really been tested yet, have they?
0: They haven't looked great, I watched them, was it? Yeah, they Brighton? they were. No, no. they're very, very average. Yeah. I, I've Leicester. watched them, and
1: I've not been overly impressed with them, they've lacked a bit of cohesiveness, but I, I think this is their first real test. Mm. The great thing about our boys, I think, that we, um, we've proved to ourselves that we're capable of beating the top teams, the Manchester Uniteds, the, 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 the Liverpools, the Arsenals, the Chelsea's, um, we're capable of beating these teams, and, and our boys now know that we can. Um, so this is a big game for us and I think that we can um, if we set out and we press them high don't let them take the initiative by pressing you high mm. you start it and press them high and when you do that I don't think they can cope and I think defensively they're still weak so there's goals to be got and hopefully old boys are uh, get some of their sharpness back and ready for this game because I, I can't bear those scousers on my Twitter line <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> we've come to Twitter
1: Bastards. <laughs> there's, a real, there's a real rivalry now especially social media between Tottenham and
0: Liverpool yeah, which was kind of never really there I think in the yeah. 80s there was a bit of respect almost there was a the League Cup Twitter, final though. but there was a kind of respect because yeah. both played good football then and I think that's your phone sorry Maggie. it's Podge. Yeah. <laughs> it's the Liverpool fans Mella, um, asking for advice but there really is now a bit of a kind of uh, bit of a hatred between the two fans now on maybe just social media you know yeah, yeah i think uh, uh, cuz we finished we finished above them I mean, how many was was seven eight? of
1: the, seven of the last eight years seven out
0: of the last eight years we yeah. Yeah. yeah eight out of nine yeah. or seven we'll we'll out of eight, eight. Also the, media, like above the them.
1: media loved them didn't they the media yeah.
3: obsessed with them as well so. it's pretty yeah thing, but
1: so. i i think there is there's a lot of uh hatred coming out on uh, Twitter and Facebook mm. anyway, and I read lots of it. Um, but then it, it's easy to hate a team that always finishes
3: above you.
0: Yeah, I suppose so.
3: But the good thing about this game is you know, when you play, uh, you, know, you play a team like Fulham or one of the weaker teams, it's defence versus attack. At least we know this will be attack versus attack. Yeah. So no, we're gonna, it's going to be a great game. Probably won't be nil-nil.
0: But definitely oh, it definitely won't be nil nil. It definitely
1: won't be nil nil To be fair, and they've got this new
0: keeper, but again, he didn't look particularly good. Oh, in the last did you game see, either.
1: That? see the goal he gave away Shotgun. when he tried to dribble? Yeah. yeah,
3: but he probably won't do that again, will he?
0: <laughs> oh, I don't know, we'll see. Anyway, so quick prediction
1: then. Um, what do you reckon? I think Spurs 3 1. 2 all. all? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want, oh. Mike, 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 Mike. <laughs> Who the fuck invited him on? <laughs> You're not the first thing to say that. <laughs> I, th- I think it would be 2-1. Um, <laughs> Sorry for
0: swearing, everyone. <laughs> it's quite alright. Uh, don't forget, this season we've teamed up with Labbooks again, bringing you plenty of special bets. Go to bet. keeps going in and out, Ollie. bet.spurshow.net. For your free bets next week, Theo Delaney is hosting with Adam Powley, Alex Siegel, and Paul Kramer. Uh, also, just to remind people, we're um, behind this uh, getting a film made about Walter Tull. Um, it's sort of up and running. Um, if you'd like to be part of that, you can actually be an extra in it as well. Um, go to crowdfundtull with two L's. dot co. dot uk. Uh, go and check that out. Um, Right, so we've done predictions. Okay, so this is looking way ahead here. What what do you think... Where do you think we'll end up this season? What what do you think we can do with, you know, assuming in January there'll be a couple of ins coming in, maybe some outs?
1: Well, one, I I think how well we do will depend on how quickly the boys fully recover. Um, Obviously, nine players playing in the semi-final of the World Cup means none of them have had a break. Um, and none of them have a, 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 a had a pre-season. But it, your legs do come back to you. Um, and how quickly our legs come back. I mean, we'll certainly be in the top four. I'm hoping that we're going to challenge for the, the mm. title again. Um, but certainly we'll 100% be in the top four. I don't think there's I don't think there's four better teams than us in this league. Um, I've watched Arsenal this shit. I've watched... Um, <laughs> I've, I've watched Liverpool, I think they're sort of above average but not not top draw, uh, Man City are not playing as well this year, United are very poor um, and Chelsea, not really seen them play a lot um, but obviously going to be a threat and they've got off to a good start and good starts build confidence but um, I don't think there's four teams better than us, I don't think there's two teams better than us, mm. I think in the end if it was to me I think it's between three teams for the title Manchester City Liverpool Spurs
0: do you think this the whole stadium thing when are we are moving and delays and now the game against the League Cup game <laughs> against Watford
1: is going to be MK Dons do you think that affects players at all no not at all well it shouldn't um, I just, you're playing football mm. you know it's every kid's dream to be a professional footballer and when you get there you, you know it's a game of football whatever and um I look at it and I say, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm probably more disappointed than the, the lads because I was playing in the Bayern Munich Legends game prior to the Liverpool How game. Oh, were you? So oh, really? I'm, I'm absolutely devastated. Well, say that. You put not, your hand Not now. because the game was called off, because I bloody had trained two, two months before. Oh, really? <laughs> so all that effort went to waste. But I, I am going to be playing in And I've got, got Steve Archibald rang me the other day. He's asked me, Gary Mavitt's going to be manage, managing the Legends team. Uh, with Ryan Mason assistant, and he's asked Steve Archibald to come over and play. Um, so we've got quite a few good players coming back to play. What so, when will it? that be now? That's going to be two weeks. It's a test event. They're up for 50,000 crowd. It's going to be uh, December, awfully before, before the, uh, the first game. Which
0: year they year haven't announced yet, have they?
1: No. Uh, no. They haven't announced it yet, have they? Well, I could. But they
0: have now. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: I could give you inside information. You just have. Okay. But if I do, I'm going to have to kill you all. <laughs> Seriously. No, I, 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 I've been given a good clue, right. uh, but I can't say. Okay. It's, it's it's beyond me. I mean, I think... No, I, I, it's not because someone said I can't say. It's because I forgot I've got yeah. a bit of Alzheimer's. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting old, you know.
0: <laughs> do you think there was a sort of argument, just a sort of just either say it's not going to happen this season, to be done with it, or just... Because they've obviously put it back... Well, this is the second time now, isn't it, effectively? The latest It is, will happen this season.
3: It's got to happen.
0: That's as far as like, I can I think, to, think it'll be January.
3: Because I think it'll be January.
0: I think they'll use the Christmas time. Is there this uh, winter break this season as well, and this sort of staggered thing? This season as well, that might help. To be honest, has anybody been
1: down inside? Not inside, though. No. Oh, oh. Seriously, it's mind-blowing. You know, the one thing that I don't like about Wembley is that you can, if you're sitting at the back, you're so far away from the mm. pitch, you can't see anything. I went into the stadium, and I went up to every level. I've got to tell you... What's Wem- the top
0: level? That's why I am. When you're, <laughs> the,
1: <what's it> like? <laughs> when you're on the top level, you feel like you're on top of the pitch. It's, right. it's staggering. I was thinking, no, this can't be right. At Wembley, I'm miles away. Mm. You know, they look about that big... Um, on here, I felt like, wow! I can see, I can see the old pitch. I can, see. it's incredible. And the concourse, mm. to use Ledley wor- Ledley's words, it felt like I was walking on memories because they mm, used yeah. the concourse of White Hartley, and it was, it, it, it feels like you're walking into a five star hotel when you walk into the concourse. And on the particular day that I went, because it was a staff day, they gave um, burgers for fifty pence, and they were stunning. Mm. <laughs> They'll be they charging give... us a bit more than 50 <laughs> yeah, exactly. pounds. Don't you worry about that. I want to tell you, I want to tell yeah, you, I want, you to, tell you, I you. want to tell You're you. Yours. I give diet bottles of Coke for 25 pence. I bought 12 burgers and 12 <laughs> bottles of Coke. Co- cost me nine quid. take them home and freeze them? So got, no, I ordered two lorries to come and get the rest. You know. But let me say this. Um, what the club are trying to do with their... I, I hope I'm not speaking out of turn here because I've spoken to one or two of members of the club who said that they're trying to... Set the prices of their food in there to entice people in from the outside to come and eat in the stadium, which I think is wonderful. Because if I'm at a football game, I want to milk the whole day. I want to get there. I want to eat inside the stadium, but I don't want to go and pay three hundred quid for a meal. You know, so if you can go in there and get a burger and chips or, or whatever you want. For a similar price to what's on the outside, wow! Well, why would I want to be out there? I want to be in here, milking the atmosphere, enjoying the stadium. Honestly, it is sensational. Also, the other thing, the fact you can walk around the stadium and meet up
0: and meet other, other way people, way makes exactly. yeah, it. Honestly, massive. Yeah, honestly. But the reason they want to, they want to. Hopefully, they'll get the pricing right, is because as we all know from the old White Hart Lane, it was chaos getting out of 36,000. Yeah. There's been no real, yeah. they talked about a new entrance of White Hart Lane station, but there's nothing really major has been done. They want to get 62,000 people out there. Yeah. So they want to stagger it. So you want to stay there. But my argument's always been if we've just lost. 2 nil to the scum I'm not going to hang about For a drink and a burger I of to get home I just don't want to be bar, there go down the You down know. yeah, what? cheese what? That's the burning question man. You, You've been there our, our listeners will know What's the cheese room like?
1: <laughs> to be honest The one place The one place I never went Was the cheese really? room Really? But I went to the shelf bar You know they built a bar That's made up of all the yeah. shelf So I went to the shelf bar That's amazing um, Honestly No matter where you are In that stadium The views are just Spectacular it, it really... Listen, I'm biased anyway um, because it's been my life for 40-odd years. So mm. um, I'm incredibly biased when I talk about Spurs. Um, but I also like to think I'm a realist. I look at it um, from a, a real perspective. This is like, wow. You know, you go to the training ground, you see the training ground, you see the new stadium, you see the, the new officers. Listen, we are a club that is... Every footballer in the world, if you don't want to play for Tottenham, then you're not a true footballer because our facilities are incredible. And people, I was on Twitter the other day and someone said to me, but facilities, you know, what what good's a great training ground? That don't create players. What, what do we need a training ground for? And I was like, well, that's where players develop and grow. That's where you develop kids from the age of seven, eight, nine, ten, right the way through to Harry Kane. He, he came through that, um, you know, that route and... and maybe we don't need a training ground maybe we can just turn up every Saturday I don't know (laughs) but no honestly it's absolutely the old thing is amazing and, and it's a club that is laying the foundations for long-term success, you know, too often, far too often, there's been short-term success at our football club. The foundations are now being laid for us to go on and be successful over a long period of time, rather than just three or four or five years, like like my team in the 80s. We had three, we won three cups in four years, um, could have won more, should have won more, and then suddenly the team got broken up, the manager left, uh, and we got broken up. So three or four years of success short-termism now we are building for long-term success and we've built a team that's capable of up being up there and challenging but the the facilities is going to attract top top footballers to our football club so it's a really really exciting time believe me lovely well rousing
0: words and you'll hear more from mickey uh, on a very special show released soon looking back at his career but for now uh Thanks for listening. Don't forget the outro music from Adam Lightspeed. You can go and get the track from BoysFonthelane.com. For now, Sean Singleton, thank you very much.
3: Cheers, Mike. Cheers, mate. And Mickey Hazards.
0: See you next week. Come on, you Spurs. You know... Playback Media Production. Get all the associated links for this podcast at SpursShow.net.
1: The Spurs Show is backed for the season by
0: Ladbrokes.
2: Sports Social Podcast Network.